What is the latest information you have on this incident? In the African National Congress in Nelson Mandela Bay, we are outraged and shocked in the brutal killing of one of our comrades, uh, comrade Tando Kagakaya, last night in Sweden. And uh, we send our heartfelt condolences to this family, to his comrades and friends, and we want to say to them that uh, we are with them at this difficult time. But secondly, so we want to put it on record that uh, uh, we have been receiving reports uh, through the electronic and print media that uh, uh, Comrade uh, Tlagakla was killed because of the issues of tenders. So, so we want to be cautious on this very sensitive matter that uh, the police are investigating the matter. And we can't make speculations. We'll be irresponsible if we want to make speculations on the matter which is very sensitive. Uh, so it's, it's going to be difficult for us as the ANC to say this issue is related to tenders. Mm. I understand that, but you do uh, realize that it's the police spokesperson, Colonel Priscilla Naidu, who actually said that, that, and I quote, it is suspected that the motive may be related to tenders. No rates have been made and a case of murder is being investigated. Close quotation. No, we also saw that report for Pisa. But uh, that's why we are very cautious on this matter, because remember, the ANC is not the police. If the police have got that information, uh, I think they, it's, it's for them and it's their responsibility to investigate the matter further. But we want to appeal to our members uh, to, be, to remain calm, because we are, we are aware of the fact that this killing is not politically related. And that's why we want to make sure that the police conduct the investigations, assisted by crime intelligence, of course, to make sure that the perpetrators are brought to book. Mm. But just in terms of um, attendance in the region, has there been anything to suggest that there's contestation to the level that it may lead to killings? So, so without any fear of contradictions, we are very stable as an organization in the metro, and most branches are going to... Uh, they have just concluded branch around meetings, as we know that we are going to a provincial conference in, in sept- at the end of September. And for, for, for that fact, uh, democracy is prevailing in the ANC. Every member of the ANC has got the responsibility. Everybody in the ANC has got a right to express his or her, op- her own views on leadership preferences. And to that effect, we have not observed any highly contestations in branches we have not observed or seen any violence in branches, in, even in those branch around meetings. That's why I'm saying, uh, when it comes to issues of contestation, I can tell you, we've got a healthy relationship with branch members on the ground, so we can't, we can't even by an inch uh, take this matter as being linked to issues of contestation in the ANC. Okay. Thank you so much for speaking to us. That there's Gift Ngundu, he's the ANC's regional spokesperson, to talk a little bit more about this. So we on the line to political analyst at Nelson Mandela University, Ongamam Dimga. Very good uh, evening to you. Thank you so much for speaking to us. I, I, I recall there were reports in April saying that the Nelson Mandela Bay municipality was going to investigate three tenders worth millions. So... Is it far-fetched to think that there may be contestation over tenders that is so grave that people would resort to killing? 
It's not at all, uh, Sabisa. Good, 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 good evening to you and the, and the listeners. So, if uh, it, it, while it is shocking and of great concern, especially at a time when uh, we as a country are grappling with uh, political killings, um, it's not, it's not, it's not shocking. It's actually in line with the emerging research findings about political killings in Nelson Mandela Bay. Um, this will be. And the sixth that is said to be linked to uh, commercial interests, um, where, where a political actor is killed, pursuant to or allegedly pursuant to uh, uh, resolving commercial or eliminating opponents, not in the political process, but in actually a rivalry over control or allocation of state procurement, where one would have thought. It is actually, it is, it, it is, it, it, it will. It's a phenomenon that will no longer happen, is because of the shift of power within uh, Nelson Mandela Bay. So one would have thought that we wouldn't see something of this nature continuing, but that it is, it is, it is, it is not far-fetched uh, to, to 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 make. Um, it is indeed because I mean we've had a, a former Cocta official. Um, that has published a, a paper on state capture at a local level where he has actually uh, made the allegations that among some of his sources uh, this was alleged. Also in the work that I'm currently doing for them for my PhD, which is looking into the political economy of transformation in the construction sector, it has also been alleged that no less than four people uh, so far has been uh, victims of elimination, uh, uh, and one of them actually in the in the in the local in the lead up to local government elections last year. If you remember, there was a council award for councillor that was killed, and the allegation was that that was also pursuant to commercial interest rather than mm. political. The, the numbers that we're speaking of, the the ones that I've referred to, I think there was one that was a, a media contract that was said to be virtually uncapped, that was where 20 million rand had already been spent. Another was, a, 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 I think it was a champions project or something like that, a figure of about 26 point. 26 point something million rand. Is it because the, the the numbers are so large or is it because of the lack of due process that it's almost like a free for all? Yeah. So the construction sector is very interesting in Nelson Mandela Bay. So what we've seen in the past, I think, five, six, seven years is the emergence of a mass-based mobilization of contractors. Uh, and I must be careful here uh, uh, to, not to actually draw the links in this current instance, mm. but we saw the rise of what is called small business forums, uh, independent contractors that are coming at a grassroots level and are lobbying the state in order to allocate more contracts to uh, black contractors. So they are p- among the tactics that have been used and have been reported have been intimidation, have been uh, sending of a bullet uh, in an envelope to a councillor to say, please back off or, or play ball. If not, uh, you, you are going to be killed. And allegations have been made, and I'm saying this is research I did uh, this year, and the state capture article was published, I think, last year, state capture at a local level, where the argument is that the, as an attempt to try and control allocations, 
And you need to understand how you would, how one would understand it is actually applying themselves to how uh, the success of these lobby groups was that uh, the leaders of uh, these representative aura uh, had the power to decide among themselves as to which of their members would get allocated uh, contracts. And as such, the allegations which were made by uh, uh, the, uh, some of these leaders that were interviewed without mentioning names themselves said, uh, actually, so the, the, these four killings that have happened uh, were directly linked to contestations about receiving contracts. I'm not sure if there hasn't been if there has been any lately where, as an outcome of a possible closing in and in an investigative process, then those affected preemptively kill somebody. But uh, I, 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 I mean, it's a it's a it's an emerging uh, field of research that we're looking into. Thank you so much for speaking to us, sharing your insights on Gamam Dimka, political analyst at the Nelson Mandela University.